You're listening to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast bringing you opinions not heard anywhere else. We cover everything in the world of football, basketball, and gambling. Now, stepping up to the mic, your hosts, Brad Wakai and Tyson Gentry. Welcome to I Said What I Said, a sports podcast giving you opinions not heard anywhere else. I'm your host, Brad Wakai, alongside my co-host, Tyson Gentry. Tyson, it's a sad day for us, man. I, I, like, I legitimately can't believe it's here. It's week 18 in the NFL, the last regular season game of the year. What is what time is flying? I'm going to give full disclosure right now. There's not a shot that I'm watching the morning games here, and I'm probably going to miss the afternoon as well because ESPN put the FCS National Championship on at noon on Sunday to compete uh, with Week 18. So I'm, you know, I'm missing the la- the first half of the last week of the season. So I'm I'm a little bummed. And Tyson, you told me I thought it was going to be tomorrow on Saturday. We're recording on Friday. I thought it was going to be on Saturday. Um, wow, I'm going to be at the Eagles Giants game, so yeah. I'm going to have to be watching on my phone. I think uh, you know you're you're soaking in the birds. That's all right. You you can just you can be present in the moment there. So what we're gonna do normally when we start this off, we go through we pre game uh, preview different games and give you an idea of who's playing, who's not, what we think, you know, why we're looking forward to these games, different things like that. But Tyson and I did that already on our last episode early in the week when we talked about quarterbacks who weren't playing, teams who may be sitting starters that have little motivation. So go check that out. We're not gonna give you that whole spiel this time. What we're going to do, we're just going to touch on some of the games again that are the big ones to watch this weekend. Then we're going to get into a money-making time. Tyson, this might be our fastest show we've ever done. We're just left turns only, baby. We're we're going quick. (laughs) So we got to start on Saturday, man. So Saturday night, it's Texans-Colts. Winner's in. You lose, you're out. That's basically how it's coming down to this thing. Colts are at home. Uh, Texans are healthy again. Will Anderson Jr. missed a few games. C.J. Stroud missed a few games with a concussion. He came back against the Titans, and it, the offense was rolling once again. I still have concerns about the Colts' defense. That's my b- major issue here when I'm talking about the Indianapolis Colts and just the lack of trust I have in them. So I think this is going to be a fun game. I- I'm looking forward to this one on prime time. Yeah, this is a perfect uh, appetizer, so to speak, for Sunday because this is going to be fun. Um, I this is the first time all year that CJ Stroud hasn't been a, in the early window, which I didn't learn until yesterday, which is nuts to me that the NFL uh, didn't, you know, find a way to flex this guy into a game that mattered. Granted, uh, he was out for uh, an extended period of time with the concussion. So maybe that's why. But uh, we got Gardner Minshew versus CJ Stroud in a game mm-hmm. that matters in week 18. And that's not something we thought was going to happen. No, not at all. Not at all. So that's that's one to keep it on. That's Saturday night, so we're going to know the fate of an AFC team before we even kick off on Sunday. And then in the early window, like you mentioned, Falcons and Saints in a divisional matchup. So the Falcons can play spoiler here, and they're going to need some help if they win. But if the Saints don't win, they're eliminated. So they have to win, and they need the Bucks to lose. So this is one to keep an eye on for the NFC if you're kind of following along the playoff picture here. Keep them all out. That's my take on the NFC South. Like, don't <laughs> let any of them in. Jags, Trevor Lawrence still questionable. They got to go on the road to Tennessee. And Mike Vrabel's been talking about, we want to win. We play this game to win. My God, but he loved nothing more than to upset the Jaguars and really put a wrench in their plans in this division. So that's a game to keep an eye on, especially if it's C.J. Beathard. Doesn't it feel like uh, poetic almost that Derrick Henry might be able to just ruin the Jaguars one more time, uh, probably in his <laughs> last game as the Tennessee Titan and in a game that matters the most to them? 
Oh, I can, I, I can see it happening. Like I can envision him just going insane. That would, that would be for sure. 300 on the way. Bucks going to the Panthers. Now, not a big game on the surface, but we mentioned this. We talked about the Bucks pretty heavily last week. They win their end. And for Carolina, it's like, can you get any sort of positive momentum uh, going into the offseason here? Because it's going to be a long uh, four months for them from here until the NFL draft. Because all we're going to hear about is you could have had Caleb Williams. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be that's going to be a tough one for them. Hopefully, David Tepper can stay under control. We'll, well, we'll see. see. As long as he's not drinking soda around anybody or hopping on planes. <laughs> now, Packers are hosting the Bears. Now, this is an interesting one. I got an angle on this during money making time. So, Packers win their end. Bears are trying to build off their momentum because they got a lot going on right now, and they would love to play spoiler against the Green Bay Packers, similar to what the Lions did last year. So this is a bit. I think this is an awesome game. It kicks off our late window as well. And this is like one where the Bears obviously have been eliminated from playoff contention, but uh, there's coaches coaching for their jobs, players playing for their jobs. Obviously, the big one, Justin Fields, but there's a bunch of other dudes on the roster that are like, "Hey, you should keep me around." Like, there's law. We see all this cap space. We know what it is. Cowboys, we'll mention this because they play the Commanders. They're 13 and a half point favorites, so they should win that game. But if they lose, it opens up the door for the Eagles to win the division if they beat the Giants. So Dallas Cowboys win, Eagles win, Cowboys win the division. It seems like that's the foregone conclusion here. Do you love the fact that Ron Rivera and Eric Bieniemy kind of uh, ruined any and all Sam Howell trade value towards the end of the season here just to wrap it up? Ooh. It just is a little parting gift from uh, Ron Rivera to, what's his name, Josh whatever josh Williams um in. oh man josh harris new josh harris yes. yeah these guys man they, they, they when they're getting canned they burn things on the way out yeah. we saw lovey smith last year that worked <laughs> out for them but man when they're, they're ready to go on the way out they burn the, to the, the place to the ground other than that we mentioned the eagles i mean broncos raiders nothing chiefs chargers nothing now, the big one tyson we got to close with here before we get into our picks the Bills and the Dolphins on Sunday night football. Now you tease it with an appetizer of the first on the on Saturday, the night game. This is the big one because whoever wins this game wins the division. Whoever wins this game is going to be the second or third seed in the, in the AFC. So massive implications and just a huge way for us to put a close the book on what's been a pretty wild NFL regular season. Yeah, and with the two-seed on the line, it's pretty crazy that these two teams are almost going in opposite directions uh, to end the season. Like, the Bills are on that crazy bounce back since their overtime loss to Philly, and it was like Barry Sean McDermott, and uh, this team sucks, and Josh Allen's the worst. And then they've just been like, yeah, we don't even need to throw the ball to Stephon Diggs. Like, we've we've cracked, oh, you're supposed to run the ball late in the season? That's crazy. (laughs) Uh, But they're rolling, and then Miami on the flip side obviously gets absolutely housed last week by the Ravens, and – Injuries galore on on that team at the moment, which uh, is super frustrating if you're a Dolphins fan. Obviously, Bradley Chubb just tore his ACL, too, uh, right before the playoffs. But, um, you know, being able to secure home field advantage at least for a while in the playoffs is something you you just you have to have for the Miami Dolphins. These guys aren't going on the road, Brad, and beating somebody else uh, to, to start the playoffs. I just don't see it, at least. Yeah, they need the they need this win. That is for sure. They need the host. They need to be comfortable in their own homes. I I, I completely agree with that. So that's going to do it for our week eighteen preview. Again, you know, you, you got to find motivation spots, things like that, and that's going to tie into our money making time, Tyson. Now, unfortunately, because of my travel schedule, I was off last week, so we weren't able to do anything at week seventeen. But we don't hide from anything. You know, we we don't hide. We got to do get into our recap here. 
I'll start. I went three and three in week 16. Um, my play of the week was the Cleveland Browns, um, minus two and a half. That hit Giants plus 13 and a half. That was looking scary for a moment. Got home. Uh, Ravens obviously dominated. Cowboys and Dolphins didn't get there. Uh, look, a couple Christmas uh, parlays or specials that I really thought I hit. Um, mm. The each team one rushing one and passing touchdown really hurt. Uh, thank you, Vegas. Oh, my gosh, dude. I couldn't believe that, dude. Like, we were watching it, and they were dominating on the ground the whole game. And we, we were talking about it. You're like, I hit that, right? And I'm like, I don't think White I got in. That's why I got in the end zone, like, the whole oh time. Oh, my God. I know. That that one was tough. So, we, we tallied that. That was a tough one. And then, you know, Purdy, Mahomes, and Hurts, they just picked some of the worst games they could play on Christmas. <laughs> so, that didn't get home for Tyson. So, down only .3 units as he goes 3-3. Three and three. I went 4-3. and three. We had the same play of the week. Browns minus 2.5. That got home. Steelers money line at plus 124. That really helped out. We were both on the Ravens plus five and a half. That was a no sweater. I mean, you want to talk about an insane game. How about Commanders plus three? That was dead at halftime. Jacoby Brissett, I mean, I'm forever grateful to what this guy did for me. Unbelievable comeback to get it right towards the number where even if the Jets kick a game-winning field goal, which they did, I win instead of pushing. It, it was just beautiful. And then Diggs over 69 and a half receiving yards. I thought this was a comeback type of game a get right spot they just don't throw him the ball anymore and it's been working so maybe maybe that's a little a telling sign there for buffalo and then tyson one of us was going to win because i had eagles 13 and a half he had giants he was on the right side there and then colts falcons unbelievable that this didn't get over six field goals from young way Koo. what a complete disgrace and we still almost had an opportunity to get to get that over so frustrating frustrating one there for me but still up 0.94 units we were up 0.91 on the week, now, Tyson, that brings us to me being down 1.31 on the year. You down 4.59. So as a podcast, we are down 5.63. All things considered, the way we had a couple bad weeks, it, co- it could be worse. But if we didn't have those bad weeks, man, I, we would have been rolling because we had the bad weeks at the same time. That was the unfortunate thing. We did, but... Um... You know, always next year, I suppose. And I I feel like, you know, we have to at least bet the Falcons out of respect at this point to end the year because we've <laughs> lost. Then we've missed a couple weeks. So out of those 16 weeks that we picked, we probably missed two uh, or three. So we've lost creatively on the Atlanta Falcons about 13 times. Let's get into our picks. Final time we can bet. On the regular season NFL games, Tyson. I can't believe it. We're going to have to send them off with a winner. So I have seven plays. You got seven as well? Yes. Okay. So I'll I'll just jump in then because I have Raiders Chargers money line plus 152 to start it off. So we're going to look for motivational spots here. That's one thing. But the books know who's going to be motivated. Like you're not pulling anything over on them. Like they know who's, who's coming to play, who's sitting, things like that. So everything's factored into the line. But. When I look at this here, Raiders, like you mentioned, have something to play for. Antonio Pierce wants this job. Devontae Adams came out and fully backed him to get this job. I think the Raiders are going to play hard. And Josh Jacobs is out. Was Zamir White in there? Uh, it, this running game hasn't missed a beat. And then on the Chargers side, this one's scary. But again, I think there's guys playing for their jobs there in Los Angeles. And with certain guys sitting out for Kansas City, there's only so much depth that you can have in the National Football League. I think over the course of time, even with uh, the backup quarterback, Easton Stick, playing Chad Henney, who's been in that system, I think the Chargers might be able to sneak one by here. We had to wait a long time for Zeus White, but he's exactly as good as we were led to believe. 
Uh, we kind of alluded to this a little bit here, Brad, but Derrick Henry anytime touchdown score at plus 115 in the Jaguars Tennessee Titans game. This is just like it's it's going to be this is my feet will be up. I, I don't I don't have any doubts about this one. I probably should have saved it for play of the week, to be honest. He's getting in the end zone. There's no question about it. This is probably the last time uh, I think at least that he's gonna be putting on a Titans jersey. This is a team that he always kills in a game that Vrabel's gonna have these guys ready to roll for. Uh my only concern here would be that the Titans somehow don't cross the fifty. This offense sucks. I, I know, dude. I was thinking that same thing because I was looking at some props. I'm like, you know, there's all these like people when they knew the incentives and all that good stuff, like you, they had some soft spots. Now the books are all caught up to it. So it just is like, uh, I don't know if I want to dip myself into that. But I, I think you're right with Henry. That's a good angle because if they get close, it's not like the Jags have been particularly proficient on the ground or prolific on the ground defending that. So a little Derrick Henry love for you here to get us out. Uh, Texans money lines, my next play at minus 116. I, I in a coin flip game, give me the better quarterback. I'm gonna take CJ Stroud. Better defense, I believe, as well on the Texans side. That for me gives me the advantage. Yes, the Colts offense has been great. I think they're gonna be able to put up points, but th- I think the Texans are gonna be able to get some stops that the Colts won't be able to get. So give me Texans money line and for them in the first year of new head coach and quarterback, get into the playoffs. And I'm a little different, but somewhat similar to end what you said. I'm going with the Vegas Raiders minus three. Uh, not quite a first-year coach. Uh, I mean, we can count it as a first-year coach, and you can count Aiden O'Connell as a first-year quarterback. They're not going to the playoffs. Uh, but this does matter to them. And after the absolute clown show that has overtaken Denver once again here to end the season, I, I don't know where those guys' or heads are going to be at. Like, you can't convince me, honestly, that uh, they're going to come out fired up for Jared Stidham, like, after everything that has just come out. I, this is – it's it's going to get rough again in Denver this offseason. I wish I could have multiple play of the weeks, Tyson, because I love the Bucks in this spot. Four and a half? What are we doing here? This feels like such an overreaction to what we saw last week. The Saints have a better defense than the Panthers. Where are the Panthers at? They're not playing for anything. They're not even playing. I don't know if they're playing for jobs or what, man. It, this To me... This is a smash spot for the Bucks. Maybe I'm just falling into this. This feels low. I, I couldn't believe when I saw four and a half. I thought it should have been at least a touchdown. They're going to be able to run the ball on them. They're going to be able to throw the ball on them. I, I think the Bucks blow them out. Well, if you're falling in the trap, so am I, because I'm on the Bucks minus four and a half as well. Pretty much the exact same uh, reasons you said. Plus, like if the Panthers are fired up and they really, really want to come out and win this game, that line's four and a half. Like, <laughs> so I feel okay about it anyway. Yeah, I, I just, I just was surprised when I saw it, man. I was like, really? Feels like a little bit of a, <laughs> feels like a little bit of an overreaction. Um, I, maybe I'm overreacting to some history here because both these teams are just atrocious, Tyson. But I think in a farewell game here, potentially for Bill Belichick, you're insane. I'm gonna take the Patriots minus one and a half against a team that he absolutely despises in the New York Jets, and we talked about it a little bit. These coaches, they know they're getting canned. They're not doing what's right for the franchise. Like, the Patriots should lose this game and get a better draft capital. You think Belichick gives a rat's ass about that? He's like, oh, you're canning me? The best coach of all time? Yeah, he's like, screw you guys. I'm winning this football game. So give me Patriots minus one and a half at home to beat the New York Jets like they always do. I don't have a problem with the side. It's just the grossness that you continue to – 
fill these people's ears with. Uh, <laughs> My next one, uh, Brad, this is totally going to bite me in the butt. This is something I've played every week, essentially, throughout the season. Uh, the under in the Falcons and Saints game is 42 and a half. I've said multiple times that I'm comfortable with anything under 40 when it comes to New Orleans Saints offense. And I don't think Taylor Heineke, Desmond Ritter, uh, Uncle Rico, whoever's playing quarterback for the Falcons this week, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> Uncle Rico, baby! How about that? Okay, let me get this up here. I'm, I'm, I'm slow. I got the, I, I got to get my mic stand fixed again so I can get the full, the full hands going here. Okay, you got Saints Falcons under forty two and a half. Man, yeah, some the of these dome that too? I have are going to be too long for you to type out. I just got. I'm going to put it out there right now. I don't know if you're going to get to it. <laughs> I'll see if we can abbreviate then, Tyson. Um. Okay. Next one for me. Now I mentioned I'm, I'm a little bit scared based on. It's cold in Lambeau. We know what the weather gets like there. But I think when I'm just looking at these two teams, I got to take the over. So I'm going to go Bears-Packers over 45. The Packers' defense continues to stink. And while we're not the biggest fans of Justin Fields, we don't believe in him long term. It's it's It would be not fair to say that this offense completely stinks right now. I, they're putting the points, they're moving the ball. I think when it, with facing this Packers defense that's soft, they're going to be able to move the ball. And on the other side, man, oh man, Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love are in their bag right now. This offense is clicking on, on all cylinders. I'm concerned a little bit about Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon being banged up. A.J. Dillon's missing this game, so I think that may turn them to one-dimensional, which could hurt. But with Aaron Jones back, the offense looks much better. So he gives him something on the ground. So I think we're going to see points in this one. So I was making fun of you about your Patriots Jets play here, but I don't know what you're going to feel about this one. We're going to, we're on the same side. Kind of, I have the New York Jets as the lowest scoring team on Sunday at plus eight fifty. If these uh, rumors of snow and all that stuff are true, then I really like it. I probably liked it before that. The Browns right now are sitting at plus 800. I can just like, doesn't it just kind of feel like the Jets might not score a point here to end the season? Like, oh my god! If you if yeah. you if you disagree with Brad and I, then go put the Patriots in at eleven hundred because I think one of these two teams is probably the lowest scoring team of the weekend. That's interesting. I like that plus eight hundred there. I may have to I may have to dive into those. See, we what Tyson? You know, we got away from a little bit of our I bread did. and butter this year, but I, I'm liking this at the end of the year. Let's we'll see if we can get some. I know. I need to remember to do it at the beginning of the year. Part of the issue, if you're listening, is because um, the sports book that I have to use out here in Montana is so bad that I have to go special signing because the uh, the odds are, are far different uh, than they are at pretty much everywhere else. So um, I try my best to play the same numbers uh, from MT Sportsbet as are on FanDuel, but sometimes. Uh, you know, we have specials out here too. I'm getting this at plus six fifty here in Montana. If that makes you feel any better. Mm, well, two dollar line difference. There you go. <laughs> uh Lions team total over twelve and a half in the first half. I, I'm sorry. Let me let me amend that here. So that so the reason why I'm doing this is I think the Lions, you know, they're gonna be a little bit of scoreboard watching themselves based on what's going on in the Cowboys game. Because if the Cowboys lose, then the Lions, if they win this game, they're gonna be the number two seed. But if the Cowboys win, then the Lions are locked into the three seed. So I think they're going to come out hot in the first half. Make sure they get this win. If we have to start sitting our starters, at least we can secure something here. Um, I, I just think they're going to come out hot. They're going to be ready to go. They're playing a, a Vikings defense at home that 
you know, got cooked last week against the Packers through the air. That's what the Lions do themselves. So give me the team total over 12 and a half in the first half. My next one, the, you know, the second to last play of the year here for me, the Rams and 49ers under 41 and a half is sitting at minus 120. We've already got the report, right? Matt Stafford's not supposed to play. They're just going to lock themselves into whatever wild card seed they want, which, by the way, I love that attitude. It's like, we'll play whoever. It doesn't matter to us. Um, And then San Francisco on the flip side, they're locked. Like, they're the one. So, to me, this is – this might turn into a preseason game. Sam Darnold versus Carson Wentz in week 18. You want to talk about something we didn't think we were going to get either. And this one doesn't matter. So that would have made sense if you told me that before the season. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point. Tyson, my play of the week, I'm going to be in attendance. I think this is the same play that I'm doing or the same angle that I have on the Lions. I'm going to go Eagles first half, team total over 12 and a half. That's at minus 120. So, again, similar situation. Eagles are going to be scored. We're watching. Like, if if the Cowboys win, it doesn't matter for the Eagles. Like, they're going to be locked into the wild card. But they want to get off to a good start here. They want to ensure that if they do, in fact, um, have an opportunity to get the win to the division and take this, they have to beat the Giants and they're going to come out hot. It's going to be bad weather here. But I don't think that matters necessarily. I, I still think they're going to be able to move the ball. We saw that at times what the Eagles were going to be able to do, especially in the first half. No, Devontae Smith does hurt. I think that actually opens up targets to other players that actually may help them in the future, Tyson. I mean, God, maybe I'm just being an idiot here, but holy smokes, we'll see. But I think they come out hot and heavy. Eagles team total in the first half over 12 and a half. You're getting two Britain Covey punt return touchdowns. You're going to like it. Um, <laughs> my play of the week here to end the season, this is one I'm – I kind of had to blink at CJ Stroud over one and a half passing touchdowns is sitting at plus one Oh two right now. I don't, again, I don't have any question, uh, you know, outside of health that he's going to hit this number. Uh, you could play two and a half if you want. I think this is a aerial assault. I think Devin Singletary out of the backfield is going to be pretty awesome as well. Um, but mostly in the passing game, right? Cause I think, uh, that's one of the things that people have kind of not paid that much attention to. Like we're seeing, uh, Devin Singletary play every week. And then you kind of have to remember, oh, yeah, these guys have Damian Pierce. He just, he just doesn't play. He doesn't grind grind out the yards the way that you want. And sometimes, uh, you know, Devin Singletary is the kind of running back that you need for this offense, and they're going to feed him. So give me Stroud, whether it's dumping it to Nico Collins, whether it's hitting uh, anybody out of the backfield, whatever it is, dude. This is – man, Puka almost took that award back from him, but he's about to make the playoffs and go crazy. Yeah, it it got close. I mean, Puka, he just needs a few catches and a couple yards. He's going to shatter the rookie receiving records. I know. Well, they should force. I mean, you don't want to get the guy hurt, but I'm pro force feed your players to let them hit these crazy numbers. Because, dude, who would have? We saw Puka Nakua play like a lot when he was in college. And not once did I think, yeah, that guy's going to be not only the best in the class, but like that guy's going to be top 10 immediately. But never. I know, dude. Insane. Well, I guess that's what happens when Jaron Hall throwing, is throwing you the football yeah. and you go to Matt Stafford. So we also lost a lot of money on BYU. So that could be that's true. Most that of is true. Our opinion. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Uh, Tyson, if we play anything else, again, be careful this week. You know, it's going to be crazy. Have some fun. It's the last time we're going to be able to bet on this big of a football slate in a long time. But where can they find those picks? 
It'll be in the Chalkboard app, uh, the App Store, Google Play, where we download your apps. Group name is ISWIS, presents the Roundtable Bets. We'll let you write in. It's free if you type that in. Um, we're, we're playing everything. Uh, as Brad mentioned, I think, you know, to me, it's like, look at it like week one almost, but with no, mm. you didn't get preseason. So you, you're going in, you're not blind, uh, but there is like a level of, I'm not totally sure what's about to happen. And sometimes week one can be the best week you have. In the meantime, like, subscribe, and share the show. If you're watching on YouTube, smash the like button on the way out. If you're listening in podcast form, uh, rate and review if you haven't already. Give us five stars. Tell us something in the comments, whether you you know anything. If you hate us, if you like us, if you want to see us do something different, any feedback would be greatly appreciated, and it does help us out, guys. It, it helps us become more discoverable and climb up the charts and all that good stuff. Uh, stay connected with us on socials, X, Instagram, and TikTok. It's all the same at ISWIS underscore pod. Tyson is shouting out the Montana Grizzlies. He said it off the top, but we got to do it again. We are Montana guys here, both from Montana. Um, it would be great for them to get a national championship. They got to have to slay the beast, though. That's that's what's going on here. Hey, man, they are a beast, but uh, our stadium holds more of the people than are in Brooklyn, South Dakota. So pipe down a bit. That's going to do it for us here. Enjoy the last regular season weekend of football. We'll be back breaking down what we saw, talking about the playoff picture. It's going to be solidified. We're not going to be stumbling and bumbling about what's going on here. So we got a bunch more content for you as we turn our attention to season NFL football. Talk to you guys then. Peace. Thanks for listening to the I Said What I Said podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review the show so others find out about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode of I Said What I Said.